Hello and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I am Marcy Jaro. It's a real treat to see a face and not just any face. Like I've become very obsessed with like what a joy it is to like see the faces you love. Like, oh, I know it, it's really nice. And especially like I've had a few I got to do a little socially distanced hello with you a little while ago. And like just like if you wave from a distance at somebody like um seeing a person a three-dimensional person that you know is like yeah. such a wild thrill uh, it really is um it's just i don't know it's such a what uh it's so weird it's so <laughs> weird um last night um i have neighbors across the street and i have lived here what nine years i have no idea like forever right um yes. and so there's a couple across the street and they have uh, a daughter and I noticed that I've just seen them forever and like I noticed them because their daughter is um you know she's special needs and she is in like sometimes like a stand-up like a really big wheelchair I think she it's like not just a wheelchair she's like got cerebral palsy so like it's you mm-hmm. you know you just notice when the bus lets her off of school and all that stuff so and um but I've always been like, what a nice like couple. And then I found out that from another neighbor that it's like not even their daughter. It's like a, a niece that, you know, wow. something happened to the birth mom, the sister. And then like they fought for years to get custody. And like Whoa. as a bait, like it's just like a whole thing where you're like, oh, my God, those men are so sweet. But we've <laughs> never met. And um, they recently got a puppy and I saw him, one of the the guys in the yard like playing with his puppy. And then he was like, what are you? And he's wearing his mask. (laughs) So across the street, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm walking a cat (laughs) on a leash. I'm walking a cat on a leash. And he was like, in your yard, in your front yard, in my front yard. Yeah. Yeah, Just I don't go beyond the, the threshold of my gate, basically. And so he's like, does your dog like I mean, does your cat like dogs? I was like, I don't know. So I was like, you want to come over? Because the puppy's like eight months old and she's very cute. Her name is Emma. And uh, so he like stood in the on the sidewalk and like let the dog like because I got a retractable leash for Bo so we could be far. We were far away. Yeah. Yeah. And he was wearing a mask. I was on my property. I didn't feel the need on my own property to wear a mask. I don't know what the rules are, but (laughs) I I was like, you know, if you're on the sidewalk, do what you do. But I'm in my yard. But (laughs) Bo, first just like stared the dog down but then like got like you know like walked up to the puppy oh my god brave un- until like something like a noise like scared him and then like he was like i gotta walk down the driveway but i was like oh my gosh he loves a puppy that's a big development that's yeah. huge also it was just so nice to like finally meet my neighbor and we chatted and i was just like oh he's so it's just there's such a strange energy right now of like uh w- yeah, like if you go walking out and like we went walking around sunset yesterday and it's like it almost feels I was saying it to him. It almost feels like a college town or something because everybody's like out on their everybody is doing a good job in Los Feliz, I think, of staying socially distanced, but also trying to like enjoy, especially on the weekends, like 
their lawn or like their little patch of of grass and and putting out folding chairs and having wine at sunset and waving to people and like I've seen such so many more and there's a New York Times thing about this how like um LA has become this like walking city because mm-hmm. of everything in this very bizarre turn um and it really is like the most faces and people I've like ever seen ever in my neighborhood you know and like I recognize more people than I've ever well you know the top third of their face yeah um, it's such well, a strange like, like thing. you're like oh yeah I see like it's so weird because like now you're looking at people in a different way too like yeah you know people from their body size and height and like all that stuff you're like yeah it's just such a um there's like yeah there's there of all the like uh, weird turns there's like this strange neighborhood camaraderie feeling of like oh yeah and like my neighbors on the corner sit out on the lawn and they have like four tiny tiny dogs and they're <gasps> so cute and wild it's like a chihuahua a yorkie like i don't even know what the others are and they are all they do is yap and go crazy but it is so funny to me because they like it's that thing where they think they're big dogs so they go to the edge of the property <laughs> if you walk by and they're like Arr! And it's like, I find it like very charming and funny. And every time I'm like, they're great. I love them. (laughs) And it's like, I'm interacting more with my neighborhood than I ever have. And I've lived in my neighborhood forever too. It's so funny to like, be like, I never talked to those people. No. Why did I never do that? Why did I never do that? And will we all return to uh, the way it was? Or like, it's such a, I'm so curious about a zillion things on the other side of this, but um but it's nice it's, and the sun is out and it's hot as hell but it hot feels as hell it's it's at least you know i think everybody kind of, it like is a, a turn and a thing and it feels like summery and it's no, nice i have a question what do you call the machine that people use to cut weeds down I guess a weed whacker. Okay. Cause I call it a weed eater and someone was like, excuse me, what? Um, I don't know that I, I haven't heard weed eater before. That's cute. Um, well, if you Google it, I mean, if you like, like put in home it'll come up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I like yesterday was like, Oh, I got to take care of cause like the weeds are insane behind my house. Cause it rained so much oh, yeah. earlier this year. And I was like, it's going to clog up my air conditioning unit and I cannot oh, afford that. So I was no. like, I like have had some manic days where I've been waking up at 5 a.m. and like cleaning. Like I recorded my whole living room where I just rearranged all the cords. And then I was like, <laughs> when you said recorded, I was like, what is court? What is recorded? Yeah. Like I, I just was like, I'm going insane. And then I had to wait till like I thought it would be appropriate for neighbors to hear a loud noise. Then I did that. And I had like just so much like sweat. You did weed whacking? Uh-huh. Weed eating? Weed, weed eating. Oh um, I didn't finish though. It was too much. I did 75 minutes and then I was like, it's 90. I gotta go. That's a long time. That's a very long time to do outdoor anything. And then one other thing that I did that was so, it made me laugh so hard when I realized what I had done. What I, so I was running errands for a friend who totaled her car the week that this all happened. The oh pandemic no. started. So like, she, you know, it's fine. She just doesn't have a car. It's, so it's a little, it's a little harder for her to like get the things she needs and yeah so she was like she did like a placed an order at home state in my neighborhood over here mm-hmm. and like i was like gonna do a pickup and then just drive up to studio city and drop it off but i was That's so nice i was gonna so you have to wear your mask to pick up at home state like they won't even let you like go near yeah. the front door so i was wearing my mask and i was like it smells so bad here like i was like it's like 
are people oh, no. like are people like not using like because they're running out of toilet paper like using stuff that's clogging the pipes and i was like ugh, get my stuff get in the car go um drop it off at my friends come back and i see my roommate like walking on the street because she was she's left but she was like moving her car and so I was like oh hey and we started talking and then she had her mask on I was like oh I'm gonna put my mask on too even though we're far enough apart whatever and then I was like I something smells like (laughs) poo-poo and then I was like oh my god it's my breath (laughs) because the mask (laughs) the mask makes you smell your breath <laughs> Didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Neither Didn't did see that end to the like, story. I was like, "Is this like I just washed these? They should be clean. Why did they smell like this?" Then I was because like, no. it's just we're not used to smelling it, it like in that way. This often in the heat, like also, all day. I had been up since five a.m. I hadn't eaten, and it was like afternoon. I just hadn't eaten, and I'd done so much like yard work, so I was probably like just knee deep in some ketosis from you know, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> it smelled like doo doo, guys. Doo doo. <laughs> Fun discovery. Uh, these are weird times. These are such strange times. Sorry, I talked for like twenty minutes straight. Just no, but. I wanted to hear it. Um, um, well, should we dive in? Yes. To, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I didn't actually get a chance to click this one. I clicked the rest of them, but tell me about this Wyoming. Um, Well, Kim was just uh, bragging about how Kanye gave her a break by flying the kids off to Wyoming. Um, Let's see, when was it? I guess it was, well, sometime like last week. Oh, yeah, like late last week. um, That he took, not all of them, he took... um, the old, the eldest three kids, I think, okay, off to Wyoming just to give Kim like a little break, um, and that's where his office is. So right, yeah, she we learned all about how the in in the the big GQ profile how the Wyoming is very much his like headquarters now. Yeah, so he was like, you know, just like give him a little breathing room. But I was like, there is no way in hell. Kanye West took his children by himself <laughs> to Wyoming. No. I don't even believe that on that private jet he didn't have people like serving him things. I yeah, I I I am becoming more like truly in my heart of hearts like I am so of the clear belief now that like everybody has everything. Like yes. all the stuff is going. Oh yeah, they'll do whatever they damn well please. Um, I assume that a bunch of nannies went too and like, whatever. I guess yeah. it's fine. You know what? Everyone else's family back home is doing whatever the fuck they want to. <laughs> not speaking from any personal experience. I'm not saying that I keep <laughs> seeing videos of certain family members <laughs> hanging out on someone's back porch. So who cares? <laughs> I mean, we're just really learning that not only is this state by state, but it is apparently very much person by person. Yes. <laughs> or whole community. Like, or like, yeah, because it's every like I know so many people who are like having to go to work as a nanny and stuff. You're like, OK, well, cool. OK. All right. I guess we'll all just see how this shakes out. Um, <sighs> it's, But it is very. But yeah. Uh, good for Kim for getting um, a little break. Yes. Because, you know, <laughs> she got to be lawyering. <laughs> she got to be lawyering. Um, and this we can. This actually jumps into. Oh, yes. I, I mean, she not only is she lawyering, but she is reminding us of uh, 
of deeply upsetting stuff. Um, we were texting today because on Sunday, today when we're recording, um, she put up a series of posts um, <gasps> acknowledging the Armenian genocide, which the family has been very, very vocal about. And good on and, them for doing and so. And good on them. And it's been an incredible like um, journey of awareness. It's, it's finally recognized as um, a genocide. But I was not prepared clicking through those stories on a Sunday for what Kimmy posted. Look, it's like, I mean, seeing any like pictures from like the Holocaust or, you know, any like terrible war, it's intense. But I'll be (laughs) damned. I don't know that I've ever seen multiple rows of decapitated heads it's not funny. I'm not laughing. No. It, it truly oh, I just, don't think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I don't, it truly I, I, jolted me like upright. Like it was for anyone who didn't get a chance to see it. It was like I she won't, basically, and I won't include it because I don't know. <laughs> no, God, no. It's like she posted historical photos from the genocide and it is like pictures of like dying, starving um, children and murdered naked bodies and uh, really upsetting images um, and then a photo of a rose of severed heads. It's like, I can't tell if it's like shelves of severed heads. Yeah, and then, that's what I thought. And then she's like, these are my family members. And I was like, good God. And then like three slides later, it skims. <laughs> or that, that was dumb my, perfume. Is that perfume It thing? was the perfume and it was like her Ulta <laughs> deal. And I was like, I am... I, I, these conversations need to happen using your platform for good. She is not wrong for posting. Yes. I will say that it is usually a I, thoughtful move to put like a trigger warning or like to let people know that it, like upsetting images will be coming their way. Um, there was none of that, but then it was more that my, my own, it was just that it was so, such upsetting images immediately bookended by like her regular promo for KKW. And I was like, Kim, wait, I'm, it was a very much how the episode itself felt actually. I'm literally going to look at it. So it is like, yeah, it's like, I counted it. I think it's four yes. later that she so, put, it's four it after says, the decapitated heads. These are my ancestors that were starved, raped and slaughtered. One, two, three, four, Nope, there's a, a flag. Five. Five and then okay, we get to okay, Ulta. Five. Five and then we go to Ulta. I mean, the woman contains multitudes and we've said it. <laughs> there you go. We've said it many times. Also, like, absolutely it should be recognized and uh, it, it's, it's... No, there's no counter it's to... It's staggering. To, to, it's a staggering... Uh, <laughs> Instagram story. <laughs> it's a staggering Instagram story is exactly uh, how to describe it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it has been a very long term um, uh, thing that the family has put a lot of time and effort and passion into. It just is. Yeah. On a I Sunday, mean, one minute, you're- of, it's faces of <laughs> death. It is. What was that website that you could see dead bodies? Um, oh, there was a couple. Consumption Junction was one that I used to look at. Like if you or that, you know, was shared around in dorms. That was like all sorts of really graphic, nasty shit. Yeah, there was like one that was like something morgue.com or blah, blah, oh. blah. Oh, there was also, I think, like e-bombs world or something. Yeah. Uh, something else but like 
I just remember being like, oh, I'll go look at Jane Mansfield's dead body and being like, nope, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it has only ever been uh, traumatizing. I like I I am one of the most like guilty culprits of people who like want, who who can never resist like a terrifying link like that. Oh, let me click. But let I me also click. let me click. <laughs> but it's also been such it really has been. People have gotten a lot better about it. But like with social media. Uh, you know, pe- especially like more like on Facebook feeds and stuff, it would be like really harrowing images of like, uh, you know, abused animals or like videos yes. by PETA or something like that. That like, obviously it's, it's, I just think you should always have like the choice to, to, to click or to watch. And like, just there would be people or people who would post like roadkill they saw or something crazy, like yeah. or a hurt animal. And it would be like, I need I need I mean I a had warning. A, a friend that became a butcher and I had to stop following oh my her. God. I was just like, you cannot keep posting pictures of slaughtered lambs. No. I'm proud of your career change. She's actually one of the like <laughs> most famous butchers in America or New wow. York specifically. Like, no, it's never about the like it's not about I was just like good god i eat meat and i don't want to see this shit well especially if you're like me my feed is primarily like comedians persian cats now a lot of miniatures big bobbly earrings and then it's just like a row of decapitated heads i was like kim kim i just need a warning my instagram stories are people playing those dumb like games where the thing pops up above your head yes um plenty of those people shaming each other for not social distancing properly and then a bunch of decapitated heads i guess (laughs) now that's like what our algorithm learned (sighs) well um but that was a thing. Yeah, good on her for raising the alarm, or not the alarm, raising awareness. Yes. Alarming to me, <laughs> awareness for the world. Speaking of Instagram, a much more lighthearted mm-hmm. um, Instagram story is, I thought this was interesting. Apparently, uh, Scotty, our Scott Disick, who we believe is still in a relationship. Um, oh, I'm sure he and, is. Yeah, and Courtney, who we believe is still in a relationship Look, separately. Don't uh, ever she, underestimate how long he'll torture a woman uh, in a relationship. I mean, emotional so abuse it, is not a big thing for him. So. No. So on Instagram, a Courtney fan account posted two throwback pics of Scott and Courtney um, from a while ago. And in one of the pictures, Scott and Courtney are kissing, and uh, and another one has Scott as as Cosmo wrote in full caps, fully grabbing Courtney's butt. I mean, despite he, the that's a small, digit, that's a digit in her butthole right there. Yes, that is, yes. he uses a finger right in the stink. <laughs> despite the account small following scott somehow managed to find it they all do they're good at finding their fan accounts and he gave it a double tap so he gave it a like and of course uh i love that i think it's amazing we live in a time and we've covered many uh like uh oh they liked a photo yes um and there have been many like it it is all worthy of like articles now but yeah he so he liked this picture and um People were wondering, A, how did he even find this account? Because it's a tiny account. But he is tagged in it. So that oh, is so that, that's a one way. So he and is then, tagged in it. I'm looking on Courtney's Instagram to see. Because do you know that you... So I, I, I would assume... Sorry, keep going. I'm interrupting. No, no, so no. Go for it. I would assume that people look at their tags from time to time because they can you can untag yourself from stuff. And especially that's for true. celebrities who... right. 
you know, probably get tagged in a bunch of bullshit from time to time to untag. Because Courtney, I no longer see she no tagged in this. Like she mm. has untagged herself. Oh shit. Okay. Which is not. I, I do it myself whenever people like like there's yeah people will tag you're like no you'll get, get tagged in like a, like a spam post for like yes, rapists exactly <laughs> you're so, like no so i think he was like well i'm t-, he probably checked his tags you know what he's there's a few tagged yeah that he he's got there's a lot of him kissing courtney tags so oh so it's it ain't no thing but maybe he's just not liking them all uh, yeah and he gets tagged in a lot a lot of bullshit so well, look, I mean, I'm sure he probably has fond memories of kissing Courtney. We know they're amicable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I, think it is. I think it is not a confusing thing. I think it's nice. I think it's like, a. I think looking back fondly on the mother of your three children and being like, yeah, this. Yeah. I also um, think that um, he doesn't hate the um, the like. Ooh, what's happening? He loves it. That's fine. Of course he does. He's now going to be a fourth. He's going to be the third listed person on the Keeping Up with the Kardashian call sheet. I mean, he is he is a senior cast member now, and we we see it week and every week now. We see it more and more. Look, if you're not in the in the biz, as we say, there's a, a a call list where they write all the actors' names out, and the most important person is number one on the call list. Like on, yep. I'm sure it's Kim on mm-hmm. Keeping Up with, and then you know they'll probably have like Chris is number two, even though she's never on there right and then i'm sure chloe you know i'm sure at one point courtney was number two or three but <laughs> not Absolutely. anymore nope. we bumped her down yep <laughs> but yeah it's i i guarantee you he's he's broken into the top of the call list for sure oh yeah for but sure i think it's fascinating though to be like i mean yeah, i don't like it whatever who cares who cares who but cares? like i said even if it was if, if it were upsetting to sophia i don't think he would care you don't date a like a 17 year old because you <laughs> are like look you know like it part of you dates a very young person because you're fine with like a lot of drama because there's no world in which young people are not constantly engulfed in Wait, drama there's no way she is more drama than him i think he dates young people that's that, what i mean though but, like that's because that's where you are at right, emotionally i think for even like I think he's like, I don't want you to ever be able to tell me what to do or try to control me because I'm a problem. Sure. And this whole family told me how bad I was when I was bad. So I want a, for a little, so long. I want a little kid who I'll buy beer for to look up to me. <laughs> <laughs> he buys her beer. <laughs> uh, Very she's like, please sweet. get me vodka. And he's like, no, it's too hard. I only want you can't drink hard liquor yet. I'll, then I'll ask my dad, Lionel. Lionel. That's- uh, That's the dad, right? Yeah, Lionel yeah. Richie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had a moment of pause. Like, is that right? That sounds crazy. But yeah. that's because it is because Hollywood is weird. Um, so this one, uh, I thought this cycle was very funny, which was so I, I, I actually had two friends text me about this who are not like regular Kardashian people because so some photos some photos arose this last week of Kylie out with her giant beefy security guard <laughs> out for like, out. he's like a giant muscle man. Um, and she's out with like a bag of chips, no shoes on, um, in sweats. And she's got her hair pulled back in like a messy little bun, no makeup. 
at all. Does not look like any uh, any like spray tan or anything. And so the the photos became a meme that was shared where somebody put the way that quarantine has turned Kylie Jenner back into a white girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else put put like that thing on it i can't find it but the one that was then then that got reposted and put like white women are the virus nature is healing we are returning or whatever that one is <laughs> and so it was all based on these photos and and truly it is jarring because her hair is much lighter her skin is pale she is you know very clearly white which she has always been um and so yeah so it became like a whole thing over the week and i think it's also just really jarring to see her looking she looks really normal she looks really normal because she's no you know she doesn't have all her stuff yeah and her nails are short and all of it um so then it was funny because over the weekend some newer photos uh arrived of that were very funny and people were saying like we're staged because it's her out again on like a little pop a paparazzi run and she is fully done like fully fully done up wearing uh, a crop top and like top, has her little her, mask she, on and. she did like a 90s throwback hairstyle where the front two pieces are dyed she's got full makeup on and everybody was like oh she was not having being memed for looking <laughs> not like her mo <sighs> um, so funny though but i but think what she looks great looks great she looks great all i mean look she's she is uh she's a young beautiful person she looks fine all the ways also when she's like smiling she's so yeah. cute like, and she seems to be like just in a neighborhood like going from house to house is what it looks like like she, yeah it, it really looks to me that she's taken a drive to like a family member's house which let me tell you maybe i'm a little hick from the south but that would totally be a thing i would do like in high school when I was like, oh, I'm just going to go drive up to my mom, Papa's house real quick. And I wouldn't even throw on some shoes. I would just be like, I'm going real fast. So, yes. I mean, and there's also a weird thrill about like being, I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm sure. She Have was you ever like, driven cares? barefoot, Jess? Yes. It's a thrill. It's a fucking thrill. It's not safe, guys. Don't do it. I'm not as much of a sandal wearer as I was in my teens and 20s back when I wore my rocket dogs and all that. But rocket you can't be driving. You can't be driving in those and um yeah so you gotta kick them off and and the only thing you have to be this is a this is the safety move you always have to be really careful if you kick off your shoes and drive barefoot it happened to me once that oh. you can that it rolls under the pedal and like i happen to be once and it is very scary uh, so there's a weird psa oh yeah i just would be like i don't even have shoes in the car um so uh, in conjunction with this yes. photo shoot uh this the real one um is people were like wait so kylie jenner's just like one of us but britney spears was barefoot outside of a courtroom leaving court uh, and she oh, yes. needs uh, medical, a, a mental evaluation. And it's like a picture of the two of them. And Britney Spears is like very clearly like, you know, dressed, you know, uh, long skirt and, uh, you know, she's and dressed court clothes. Yeah. And she has her shoes off and Kylie's literally walking around barefoot. <laughs> um, it is a good reminder that like, you know, we have we have like a lens through which we look at some of these and it's kind of like the and by the way I just want to say very quickly I got so many nice messages from listeners in the podcast who read my Misha Barton article so thank you so much it was really lovely and like very kind um, but I do think it's sort of the same idea which is there is like a generation in an era and it like kind of stays with them still where like you know we know Brittany has lots of legal shit and 
mental illness and all the things that have happened with her and her career but it's like we still never shake the lens through which we look at them and it's like she has her shoes off Kylie has her shoes off but no one would look at Kylie and be like but even more than that it's not even us we don't actually get the choice of how we see it we see the headline that says uh water and chips for quarantine and judge orders expert evaluation like especially tmz because i talked about it last week tmz had a fucking i forget what what story it was about chloe and they posted a picture of her that was so old and weird looking and everything about it was insane and i was like tmz is full of the meanest and nastiest people i don't know like even i i would say even if someone is a janitor there they have a lot to reckon with in their own soul there was that great i know we talked about it because it came out at some point during the podcast but there was like like a massive new yorker profile like a couple years ago of harvey levin it's his name right yes harvey levin um the founder you know ceo all the stuff of tmz and it is if you haven't read it go google it because it is like one of the most like disturbing and fascinating pieces of like pop culture history it explains everything especially because of his legal background how he was able to like build what he built and skirt uh everything the relationships that they built with like just true bribery with like um underpaid people particularly at like hotels and airports and how they like that they basically like pulled apart the seams of privacy uh everywhere by openly bribing um and it's just fascinating but then how legally how that how they can still stay safe and how they manage to build the relationships i recommend it to anybody who's like how do how does the tabloid empire work how does tmz work like go read it it just reminded me of like because I after reading your article then I watched the video which is like kind of like the the same thing yeah it's it's the same interview but um having Nisha talk about like on the hills confronting Perez Hilton and then I was like yeah like TMZ is a hundred times worse than Perez Hilton yeah they're they're not showing you come but they are so unrelenting in how i said they're not showing you come (laughs) out of context that's gonna confuse some drawing cum drops on the picture drawing cum drops on your mouth dripping out of your mouth or (laughs) circling your cellulite but they are like you know doctoring like like, you know, taking con- the photos con- paying the well, photos and, and then also upping the contrast so that all yeah. of a sudden things like my niece did that to my sister a few weeks ago and i oh lol'd <laughs> i was like oh she made herself look tanner and she made her mom's legs look very bad <laughs> oh, no. um but uh you know like they're doing something like that constantly and it's like to your point that like it's not even like th- things stick with them. It's like even if they could move past it, it someone matter. is going to tell us no, 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 no. We don't she like this crazy. person. Yeah, she's unstable, it, and it's like it they is, are never allowed to. They're never allowed to like evolve. Really, you now, know. With the TMZ, it is very interesting how they clearly favor some of the family, and some of them they are like out to out for blood yes it's i mean what i would give to like learn the intricacy of it we got like a tiny little sneak peek in last week's episode with that chris storyline and tracy romulus like really quickly running through the like how that which we talked about but um yeah i mean there's a whole i mean and people are much wiser nowadays to the whole thing of like publicists and staged photos and the like 
you know, it's 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 much less of a, I think a believed in the same way people don't believe that reality TV is is as real. Uh, but there was a time where that wasn't the case, and so whatever they whatever they you know doctored or made up or titled or you know published like became fact yeah. about like a real person's life. It's really and, crazy. And then we gobble it up. Yum yum yum. We gobble up yeah. that fake news. Ooh, <laughs> that's my kind of fake news. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, so this other piece uh, is Kylie's $36.5 million estate. Yes. So I think I cor- I was like f- being a real smarty pants with you and people were like saying, freaking out about the bunk bedroom. And I was being like, no, no, no. It's Palm Springs. It looks like the Chris Chris's Palm Springs house. And I think I was wrong. And I think it was this house. Because it matches this aesthetic, I think. Oh, maybe. And I think the timeline would make sense. And I think that Travis might be there with her or intermittently. But yeah, so she Hmm. bought, um, it was announced this past week that she threw down 36.5 million. (laughs) Let me just say that again. I'm running over it like that's a normal price of property. A $36.5 million house Oof. Kylie bought, which is in Holmby Hills. Very nice area right around like Bel Air. It's like uh, basically the neighborhood that um, the Playboy Mansion is in. Michael Jackson's yes. home yes. that he died Beyonce in. Beyonce and Jay-Z's home, which I creeped on. Yes. Um, they um, describe it as a compound. It has uh, seven bedrooms, 14 bathrooms. I will never understand having twice as many bathrooms as bedrooms. Why? It will always confuse me. Why? <laughs> like, Why is okay. this not the way that works? Wait, I just want to imagine. So every bedroom has its own bathroom. Great. Okay, check. Then there's, let's say that each wing of the house has a powder room. An office has a powder room. They're not counting that as a bedroom. That means no toilet. A powder room is like, or a powder no room. No shower. Has, okay. Oh, no shower. Okay. Right. I don't know. I don't know what a, pow- what a powder a, what room is where they have a little sink and a toilet for you to go oh, in. And when a woman okay, says, okay, okay. I'm going to go powder my nose. Right. But right. she means, I'm going to go do cocaine and pee pee. Um, but it's really like, that's so many bathrooms, you guys. <laughs> it's a lot of bathrooms. I guess it's like the assumption is if there was two people staying in every room and they had to pee immediately at the same time that they would never have to fight for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for them. Um, yeah. So Seven ba- seven bedrooms, 14 bathrooms. What, they had something else that was too much, too. It was 20, 20 parking spots <laughs> for Kylie's cars. So she also owns, still, a 12, the $12 million Hidden Hills mansion. Uh, and then just, like I think, within a year ago, she and Travis Scott had gone in together. They describe it here as a Beverly Hills investment home for $13 million. She had previously owned a 2.7 million, ha, laughable price, um, Calabasas starter home and a $6 million Hidden Hills mini mansion uh, and a $4.5 million <laughs> office home. All of those three have sold. So it seems like she still owns three massive pieces of property right now. I don't know when she bought this house, but boy, is she- her financial planners are regretting it right now. I don't know. Because 36.5. Can you? Uh, I can't. If she just would have waited a couple months to yes. buy that. Because God, you're right. Nothing. I mean, granted, prices have not dri- dropped in L.A. yet. I predict they will. But nothing is selling. Everything is sitting right now because people are like, hold up. I'm not spending that kind of money because I don't know what's happening tomorrow. <laughs> 
So I like, mean, nobody just, knows. I mean, she's fine. She doesn't need to worry about $36 million. That's truly like me dropping a $5 bill on the ground. You know, I like, know. It's like, big deal. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, but... But I think she's going to regret it. I think she's going to regret I, it. I got to say also, I'm obviously saying this to make myself feel better. I And I thought this also about Beyonce's house when I was clicking through the gallery. Like the aesthetic of like mega mansions, like these kinds of mega mansions, I find so like cold and off-putting. I think they are like, I under, it's like all, they all look like, like uh, just hotels to me. Like yeah. they feel so impersonal and just like hard. It's, it's just whatever aesthetic you like or don't like. Um, to me, I'm just like, man, when you cozy. love some like, some beautiful, all I, in my brain, if I could throw down money like this, like I just would like those incredible, like Spanish style, mm-hmm. I just, a big Mediterranean castle kind of thing. Like, it's just so weird to me that, how much, they love this whole family loves these like fancy box houses and i'm like that's so sterile and cold yeah would i live there if i could i think i would i don't know i mean i can't imagine knocking around a house that big i just feel like it would be overwhelming to be like there's so much i don't use here yeah like, i mean to, and to have like i guess like let's say like eight million dollars worth of house that you don't touch or see can you imagine? Yeah, like a third of the house, at least a quarter. Because like any mansion has like a, a quarter or 10% that is never used. Right now, it's very weird that I just have an empty bedroom because my roommate left, you know, and I have yeah. a, her empty bathroom. Like that's weird on its own that like half my house is not being used. That's probably 300 square feet. <laughs> it's it's just it's mind boggling. But yeah, very strange time to I mean, it, I guess it's just very different if you're a billionaire, which speaking of brings <laughs> us to another <laughs> meaningless uh, piece of news. But, you know, uh, when you read it, you really understand why he's friends with Donald Trump. Yep. It So again in the GQ article one of the points that Kanye is a big stickler on which I personally found very lame is and he has talked about it multiple times is that he is a billionaire but he's not credited as a billionaire and that like he he rattles off the like exact um all his businesses and you know his Adidas partnership and all the money it's brought in so finally this week we can all breathe a huge sigh of relief <sighs> because Forbes has acknowledged Quote, the headline was, Kanye is now officially a billionaire. <laughs> and so uh, Kim posted it. She put the praise hands emoji over a Bloomberg article about it, which was a slightly more classy headline that said, Kanye West vaults from broke to billions with Yeezy in demand. Um, so, yeah, his current net worth is $1.3 billion. So that's actually $300 million more than Kylie. So take that (laughs) oh you know i think it's dumb i think it's a dumb thing to split hairs about currently however if they're gonna do and this is just goes to show you that he should be using a publicist more than he is yeah but if they're gonna if forbes is going to have a cover with kylie that says self-made billionaire right and they are not going to acknowledge that this man was 50 something million dollars in debt and then he did this and it feels um it does feel like racially you know driven and there are Uh. there's elements of it not that like 
I don't feel sorry for him, but it just yeah. goes to show you, like we were saying a moment ago, that headlines are written by people who want to sh- to want to like serve you a certain narrative, and it's not always accurate. It it is. Uh it's so weird this whole world and the like the bestowing of it i think is just like bizarre but i am a billionaire i know and it's just like at the end of the day just got a lot of money and that's pretty cool Uh, Um, i mean truly i was like it's exactly why he and donald trump are friends absolutely and apparently just to talk about splitting hairs Kanye was apparently not pleased uh, about it and according to this uh article said it says that he texted Forbes on the night before the article went live <laughs> and wrote it's not a billion it's 3.3 billion since no one at Forbes knows how to count <laughs> tell them honey tell so, them so uh, the that number is the is the Bank of America Corp value of Yeezy uh according to a document obtained by Bloomberg so it's understandable why Kim opted to tweet retweet the article with the higher number anyways point is that there's a pandemic and i have i there's such a strange feeling about like cool yeah <laughs> oh neat yay <laughs> hell yeah kanye i do think it's a big accomplishment to earn a billion dollars i doubt i'll do it but who knows <laughs> I mean, I sort of hope in the future no one person gets a billion dollars. No, I don't. I no don't more billions. Know. No more billions for people. They don't get them anymore. We don't. They can't be trusted. They don't do good with them. They no. It's like the, that in our lifetime, it went from yeah, from being like I remember the concept of a millionaire was like exactly what a billionaire is now. It was like just a meaningless figment, you know, and that um yeah, bil- billionaires are bad. I think you know I, I'm very this in is? that. This uh, is fucking uh, Justin Timberlake's fault in the social oh, network. You're right, it's Justin's fault. It's the always his fault. He sucks. I mean, I'm sure he didn't write the line himself, but like, you know, no, um, let's pin it on him. <laughs> he does. He sucks. He sucks. He's, he truly he sucks. sucks. He's like, well, I'm playing, taking care of your kids is terrible. <laughs> I I was I was a fan for a long time, and in recent years, I'm like, bye. Uh, when Brittany dumped him, so did I. <laughs> yeah, you're smarter. Um, I think uh, that's it. Let's get it. Let's get to this episode. Let's get to this app. This uh, was so we were talking about this. This was like kind of a chaotic episode, storyline wise. Yeah, like not like chaotic. Like, oh, there's a lot happening. It's just like, what are we talking? Just, right now? just the transitions like whose birthday um, is it we got and the tonal the tonal swings were just like really wide from like goofs I, and gaffs to like truly life or death yeah and it was i mean just it was like, like decapitated whoa. heads and <laughs> yes. um, perfume that's not yes. selling like it was yes. all so, over the place so how do we break down how does your brain we, break down i think we do lines? birthdays froze okay. eggs rodney Okay. Okay, I can do that. Okay, so so we start we with start, Kendall. We got Kendall's birthday. One, we have uh, it's Halloween. Everyone's dressed up. Courtney's back. She's dressed as Dolly Parton. She missed her paycheck. She's been gone two weeks. <laughs> she was like, "Oh shit! You mean contractually? I'm supposed to show up? It's not actually an argument between sisters in any way, shape, or form. This is an actual business deal worth millions of fucking dollars, and I don't know why anyone's crying about Courtney. Yeah, I'm talking to you people who love her. You exactly. Don't at me. Um, it's a business deal, and someone's like, "Hey, bitch, you're in breach. You have." 
have to go back. And she was like, okay, I will. She's like, okay, I'll do it, but I will refer to it as a toxic environment. Yes. And I will only show up two days a week. And everyone's like, fine, nobody cares. But she looks great. I loved this. Uh, I love these, this big titted, uh, not quite dolly. I couldn't tell if she was just like, cause she oscillated between saying like cowgirl and like, I assumed Dolly Parton was the costume. Yes. But, I, they probably okay. just couldn't say it on air. Oh, that makes they sense. They probably couldn't clear it, right? I guess. I feel like, yeah. I, it I, was probably just how some... Halloween costumes fall into into their realm is like, I, yeah. I can't. I mean, well, though, you should be able to say Dolly on air because she's a public favorite. I don't know. I don't um, know. But uh, we had Rob, a Rob sighting. Rob appearance. Rob Big popped thrill. up multiple times. I was very yeah, Rob excited. is inching back in. Yeah, we learn, I think, I mean, we've known this, but like basically they break down for us that like this is, uh, the, this window around October is like the family birthdays are piled up. My family's like this too, but we have Kim, Caitlin, Kendall, Chris, Corey, and Dream have the same birthday, I think. Yeah. Um, and so they're all really close together and it's this like kind of slew of birthday parties. And then just like like six weeks later we got Rain and Mason. Yeah. In that like they're very clumped up. Yeah. They ha- they are very clearly having party babies. Yes, they are. <laughs> it's someone so- else's birthday party earlier in the year. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's very much like they're clearly all, all in the same life clock. But yeah. um so in the spirit of in Ke- after Kendall's, th- then we learn that um, Chris's is coming up next. Yeah, so we have the Skims photo shoot with Sarah. And let me just say, I could see Sarah's nipples through the Skims. And there's no friend in the world oh, no. I would do that for. There's no friend in the world that <laughs> I, I would wait, I would go on camera with just the the darkened outline of my areola showing while I am like, Oh, your mom's having a surprise party. You rented out your old house. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. How lucky. I really love you're rich. I love when she said, it's a good thing you're rich. And Kim wasn't finished with her last thought, but she goes, you know, (laughs) (laughs) a great comment (sighs) that I wish we heard more often. Yeah. It's a good thing. We learn. You we know? learn, yeah, that Kim is going to be like the hero daughter trying to woo Chris back from from Kylie uh, and is going to throw this like epic birthday party for her mom. I mean, planning it 10 months in advance is truly like I Unreal. don't I've never done anything like that. Even my mom's like surprise party. My sister did it all and I had like nothing to do with it. So like it's an incredible thing. I mean, uh, we, so she fully is renting out a house. One of the houses they grew up in that they feel was like Chris's most beloved home and we saw all this at the time when she posted it um and renting the cars that they owned at the time getting replicas of the license plates made uh and then we learned more details further on but like you know basically we're finding out that like she's putting in yeah for 10 months has been planning like pretty much the most thoughtful party birthday thing you could ever throw for a person now we have this next scene it's like the uh, BTS of filming the Uber Eats commercial, the Australian Uber Eats commercial with that yes. Kim and Kath. Um, yes. And um, so Chloe comes to visit and they're like, look, we know we hate him, but we have <laughs> to do something for Corey. It looks bad. They, <laughs> they, I know they did this storyline, but it is so apparent. They do not like him at all. They don't like him. They don't like him. And in it's, fact, I felt like cemented by this. It was so, aff- 
it was affirmed for me in this episode how how little chemistry that they have or give a shit you know and also i have some theories that i will i that i have proof for so i'll state my hypothesis my hypothesis is this chris demanded this storyline Mm, because she felt like it looked weird yes and i will yeah. come back later to prove my hypothesis <laughs> i'm already on board um so in the scene like chloe's like we gotta do something and it also it'll be a really good surprise to mom that's one of the what's one article a exhibit yes. a i mean <laughs> yes, yes article exhibit um and <laughs> She was kissing Kim's ass so much. She was like, I mean, you're already, mom already knows you're a dope daughter. (laughs) Dope daughter made me laugh so hard. I was like, what are we doing, Chloe? Are you scared she's going to fire you next? (laughs) I know, you just got promoted. What are you talking about? She's (laughs) job security, baby. She's freezing all those embryos. She's got (laughs) to, she's like, I got to pay for some babies. (laughs) I love my mommy. Um, Yeah, so we, they basically, are talking about how like you know they they have this stuff they replay some of those intense scenes that have gone those exchanges that have gone down between Corey and the family the most notable being the like Courtney Scott fight about Penelope yes and 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 whooping her ass I feel like they added stuff that I didn't hear in the original or I didn't clock like um yeah I would whoop ass and ask and ask questions later or something like that like oh yeah and i was like i don't know if you like that was said the first time around <laughs> <laughs> very intense very real scene yes uh from last season right um but yeah so so they is this where they decide they plan the party they decide on napa yes or is that yes because okay, last okay. year they couldn't go because there were the fire so um and then the next scene is actually for chris's birthday the beverly is the beverly hotel oh yeah, yeah beverly hills hotel um, it was a fake meetup i loved it so much <laughs> chris is wearing the biggest fucking diamond ring on her ring finger i noticed it too what is that I guess I I mean there I wish I knew it's just maybe it's just like that's a maybe all like ring language and etiquette changes at a certain point where you're just like I like this ring on this finger and I'm Kris Jenner and I do what I want yeah but yeah it's it's honking but yeah I was like we it's so intense um because yeah it's like this trick and the and and we find out that the envelopes this was truly breathtaking the envelopes that of that the the actual explanation of where they're going the card is a reprint of the wallpaper from this house they're going to that she had an artist paint and replicate based off of a photograph it was so it's funny though so because she and Sarah were talking about it in the Skims photo shoot scene that she was going to like get like, Oh, the invitations. And then Chris clearly did not notice it. She did not notice it at all. No. And then someone was like, Celeste, do you want to get a, you want to get a bump in pay today? (laughs) Why don't you go mention? And (laughs) like, that's just so clearly how it, played out (laughs) it's so funny and it is like so i got so excited because i remember when kim posted this and like i i was like oh okay so they were saving it for the episode and so we have this whole build-up they leave she sees the cars chris is crying they're all taking off and then 
And by the way, I get it. But then Kim informs us, of course, this family is super private. The last thing they'd want is camera crews. So we just enjoyed it ourselves. It was a private event and the cameras don't go to the event. And I was like, it was so funny to me in terms of just a dead end storyline. I mean, it plays into the larger birthdays which we keep going with, but I was like truly so heartbroken. I wanted to see them. Like I was so actually real excited to see them go and hear the stories and watch them in the neighborhood. And I was like, all right, I guess not. Do you know what it says to me, Jess? What? Kim has a lot to learn as a lawyer still. She did not negotiate that deal. She she uh, she and Kanye need to have dinner with Donald Trump and talk about the art of the deal because (laughs) I think that the Kim that I want as my lawyer would have gotten that shit on camera. I was just like, what? What do you mean we're not going to see the whole actual birthday? Look, sometimes the buck just stops and it stops (laughs) when someone's like for a hundred extra thousand dollars and she's like, it's not that big of a deal. I was like, yes, Kim, it is. That is a good, that's good content. I want to watch that couldn't shit. get production to cover it, honestly. Yeah, I'm sure. It was like, it was just so weird. It was, they don't actually, it, it made me appreciative of like the follow through on the show. It's just very unusual to have that much, like to have multiple scenes in a buildup and then be like, and that was it. <laughs> so then we hop Wait, to, oh, go ahead. Secondary theory, something <laughs> happened very embarrassing there. I know. Part Some, of me was just like, Chris this is weird. went nuts. Something like, <laughs> you know. We, they broke something. Like, like last week's hijinks that's that actually like literally went down like vomiting in a bush yeah that was that's what happened well we then hop to Corey's birthday yes and we kind of like piggyback onto this the pre-existing Corey (laughs) storyline they're all eating a bunch of zoodles (laughs) they're eating zoodles and we basically get them right zucchini noodles yeah the zucchini noodles yeah Zoodles and basically Chris is bringing up Corey's birthday and now we begin this sort of like hijinksy thing where they're having Chloe and Kim are planning this secret Napa trip and they don't want to tell Chris but they're starting to look rude because they turn down Chris proposes going to Palm Springs for his birthday and they turn it down for like very bad reasons. Now do you watch Vanderpump Rules? Sometimes in and out. Because right now there's this whole storyline. Well, well, it happened in real life where Bo is going to propose to Stassi, right? Okay. And like she's desperate to get engaged, and he like he every he like knows he's got the plan, he's got the ring, it's all going to happen. But they keep getting in fights because he can't tell her because he doesn't want to ruin the surprise. And I just feel like. I think when someone's mental health is sacrificed, you just got to be like, the surprise is not that big of a deal. I am a firm believer in this. And it goes especially for the surprise piece of engagement or for things like this. It's like uh, this. uh, I'm also just not someone who finds like surprises like so endearing. But it's also just like at the cost of having felt like shit for like weeks or you know months at a time the idea of like yeah that if that is it to be true that chris was like what a bummer like my daughters don't want to like that that moment of like surprise is supposed to be this like all like everything is washed away and you're like oh i thought you were just mean and it's like well they were mean (laughs) yeah it still happened the motive behind it was kind but in the moment you're not crazy for having absorbed it for exactly what it was in that moment you know um 
It's very funny, too, because this is reminding me that today I ruined my niece's surprise party. <gasps> you did? So, I mean, I, sh- I didn't really, because who could have seen it coming that she was going to have a parade in front of her house, right? Because right. it's like quarantine time. Uh, I got confused. I thought it was yesterday. So this morning I said, happy birthday. How was your parade? Oh, no. <laughs> to which I will say she is 17 years old. She did not ask. She like replied to happy birthday. She was like, thank you. And then I said, how was the parade? She did not respond because Mm. she is fucking class. She's 17 and she is classy as shit now. She is gracious. She knew I fucked up and she one didn't want to know for sure. And two didn't want me to feel bad. And then when I later after it happened, I texted and I was like, I ruined your surprise. I'm sorry. She's like, I knew something was happening. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's She's nice. a grown woman. Anyway. It happens. It happens. <laughs> How was your right. surprise party the day before it happens? <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, um, okay, but so, so we get to then we have wait, then we're at another birthday party. Dreams party. Then, then we go to Dreams Troll Party. <gasps> okay, so they don't show Dreams face on camera because Black China will not let them. Not having it. Absolutely not having it. But that does mean we get to see more of Rob. Yes. We get Rob, some Rob is cannot say anything without sounding like someone put him up to it. I know. <laughs> so we find out at dreams parties, like you guys going to the surprise, speaking of the surprise birthday dinner for Corey that Kylie is throwing. And they're like, what? And this confused me because I, maybe you, maybe I missed this, but I was like, it's one thing if they're not going, but I was like, why are they not invited? Okay. This is why I think, uh, exhibit B. Okay. I think that this scene and the zoodle scene were them not wanting to do something for Corey's birthday. (gasps) And then they're like, this looks really shitty. We can't just be bullies to every single person this season. (laughs) (laughs) so it was Chris just two was scenes like, of them of like they weren't invited because Kylie knew they wouldn't come. Yeah. And then and then they were like, oh, we look really rude. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the two of us will plan the party. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I agree with this. <sighs> so then we we get the it's the day of we're going to do it today. Kim has talked to uh, Matt, the assistant to the goddess herself. We've Bless made sure. You, yeah, we made sure the schedules line up. Uh, so all we got to do is is just call Chris and be like, hey, can you come check out a private jet Kanye would like to purchase? Relatable, They're, relatable people. Also, we have Courtney there. We have Rob there. Courtney's like, I'm just hoping for good vibes. Good vibes. It's really funny to even include this when everyone's like, we are moved on. We don't even care. But, Not even part of the storyline. Um, so and Chris is like, well, we have a little bit of time. I guess I could come. I was like, this is as fake as I've ever heard a fake, fake thing be fake. fake. Like Chris Jenner does not have time to go pop by the airport to see no. a jet without it no. being scheduled weeks in advance. Like it's all. just not and, happening. And she would happen to be with Corey. It was yeah, it was fakery. And then Corey walks on the private jet and he goes, and they're like, surprise! He's like, oh wow. <laughs> oh wow no response such and, a te- tepid response oh boy <sighs> and then he's like i'm gonna have a drink and chloe's like at 11 a.m 
I know it's like and then tried to recover with like well it's your birthday do whatever you want also you they to do you can do anything sit up front by himself <laughs> they're so mean. he was like he had his back to them he was in the, the front. headline the headline is like I didn't think they were nice to Corey this whole trip like yes. I thought they were like they're I was so a- mean <laughs> like <laughs> if anyone should attack Kim and Chloe it's Corey not not Courtney <laughs> It was so mean. Uh, I hope and it's like, Courtney was uh, at least. I hope Rob was up there talking to him or something. I know. I know. It so was then they get rough. they get up to Napa and they're at this first winery. This is a fun scene of them. Like the Napa stuff's all fun. Well, but it's also like boring like yes. i'm like their energy is not clicking but this group truly the scene in the car with chris and Corey, and chris is like this was really nice of them right it shows they really care and Corey says well i appreciate it either way and i was like boom oh he knows she did this she did uh, this she's good trying to like, they like they like you right and he's like i mean you know whatever yes i think you're right yeah so then they are at this winery and they're just having a good time. It's there's like some cute moments, like, like things feel jizz. cool with Courtney. <laughs> they like they start like going up to strangers and like daring each other to. I love this because they the, this is what was making me laugh. The dare was go up and compliment people. <laughs> what the what the dare was was talk to poor people. <laughs> like, Honestly, I wrote okay. Now they have to go interrupt all their extras. <laughs> yes. Like, the dare was, isn't it funny to interact with uh, other people while we're shooting? Go tell uh, her you like her ugly poor shirt. Tell her it's so funny. And like, by the way, this is old school. Like they used to love this shit. They used oh, to yeah. love talking to people in their scenes and like hitting on. We know this. We talked this many times, like hitting on delivery guys and all this stuff. But it's fine. It's fun. They're, they're chatting. Chris is grabbing a cigarette. Chris oh, is yeah. starting to get drunk. I did love the little Emmy dig they did to the waitress. Yes. Yeah. That was funny. That they were like, uh, she's like, this is the Emmy one. We poured it the Emmy last year. And Kim is like, we'll we'll save it for next year when we get a nomination. And I was like, I think she's right. They are going to get a nomination. I know. Especially I for how it. they handle the quarantine of it all. Like, yes. this is all percolating, you know? I um, mean... Then we it's have great. Chris shitface, fucking shitface, and you know thirteenth class. I don't believe a lot of stuff on this show, but you show me drunk Chris Jenner, for, and I'm like, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely real. She is. Also, I had this moment where I was like, this is the key to her success because you. I was like, I want to hang out with Chris. Yes. I had this. It's like that is a thing you cannot fake. You cannot bottle if you are somebody who people want to just hang out with. And I was like watching her be so funny and crazy and not give a fuck. And like a rich queen having fun, but not being mean either. Just like being a goof, making, making herself look like a goof. And I was like, I've never had such a pang of like, I want to hang out with Chris Jenner. God, I want it. It's like why Jennifer Lawrence wants to, is getting hammered over at that house every other week. Like she is I think the secret is she's fun. She's and fun. like who and that like you want to do deals with her. You want to go into business with her. You want to drink martinis with her. Like that's what's up. And <laughs> you know, for all the girls clearly, clearly not liking Corey, I will say this when she acts stupid, he just kind of laughs at her and makes sure yep. she doesn't fall down. Yeah, that's all I'm looking for in this life. And Caitlin <laughs> was not that partner to her. 
No. So critical. So and I, critical. I, and like, she can't be with somebody who's critical of I her. Cannot I cannot imagine Robert Kardashian was that lighthearted uh-huh. with her either. I Granted, think she's free as a bird and yeah. I love it. And like, and she deserves it. And yeah. so they, so then they like, yeah, she's laughing like a maniac. She's being super hammered. She says she's on her 13th glass. Um, and then we, we get to this dinner Yikes. and it's so weird. Yikes. And like, first we have this really kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I won't put an adjective on it, but like they asked Corey, the, the daughters asked Corey, what was the highlight of his year? Yes. And he says the highlight of his year was contributing to her happiness, meaning Whoa. Chris, which I was like, I, I, if my partner said that to me, said that to other people, like I understand the inherent, like loving kindness of that but like i don't think that that's good (laughs) that should not be someone's high point it sounded just defensive yes i was just like oh no that's weird uh i wrote is Corey a robot where is his brain (laughs) i mean it really feels like it was like that he might as well have said fuck off yeah yeah like i take care of her basically uh and you guys don't um and then and then they're getting they're continuing to drink. Kim is yawning so big, just Granted. so bored. I, I mean, I it's a boring I meal. I don't think yawning is boredom. <laughs> I do it all but the they, time but, because but if they're in, it's not boredom. I but just, if they're including it in this, if they're including it, it's yes, showing us. They're right? showing they, us. Yes, it's yes. meant to be, to symbolize that we that they I, think she's bored. I just have yawned a lot already. Recording this is because the sun is setting. I mean, I won't ever call you out for it ever. <laughs> I'm not bored. Obviously, I'm talking. It's there's no way I can be bored while I get Look, to talk. I'm as interesting <laughs> as Chris Jenner. I'm not offended. No, but then and then there's like this kind of sad part where he like he wants them to like groove with him. He's like, y- y'all have to groove with me, and he plays a song that he likes off his phone and it's like really stilted and stiff and no one wants to do it and it's just like not clicking it's just like we all know that feel and it's just sort of the end of what I was like I think this is just the end of a very boring day of adults together yeah (laughs) other than Chris and it's like look do I love Corey and would I want to hang out with him I don't think so I I get the vibe I I I pick up what they're I pick up what they're talking about. Absolutely. Do I think he's bad? No, I don't think he's bad. Do I think he's maybe with Chris because she's a rich woman? Probably. But I mean, like, look, I love Erica Jane, Erica Girardi on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And like, you'll never convince me that like her husband and her like just like, oh, they get along so well that they're like, I think they do. But I think part of it is like. It works. Yeah. It's a I'll partnership take care that works. Of, yeah. I take care of you. You take care of me. You know. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, it, 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 it's a partnership that makes sense in that moment in time. But yeah, the extension to the daughters, it's just not there. It's obviously, yes, it was a nice thing to do, but um, I really felt them just like, um, watching the clock on when they could get home. Do you know, <laughs> it's so interesting because Kylie genuinely likes Corey and you can tell that like comes through very clear how she feels about it. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think it's because Corey is Kim and Chloe's age. Age. Like he's right. I do think you're right. And then I think it is too close. For Kylie, he's still like, you know, 15 years older than her and it it feels like a grown up, you know, like more grown up. So I think that's a strong theory. Um, 
Yeah. So that's it. That's the end well, of birthdays. I'm sorry. Did we not? Did we're going to skip right over uh, Chloe saying her puss is on the loose right now. And Corey oh, goes, yes. oh, God, not on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> but as he said it so quiet. He's like, oh, God, not on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I know at the end of the day. Also, we've seen, to your point, in some of those Kylie Instagrams, like we know Corey's fun yeah. and has fun with Chris. And like there was that one that that night out they had recently or was it their palm springs night yes and they were wild now they were having so much fun and like yeah it's just that it doesn't connect with yes. the older siblings clearly yeah, they don't like um, him and they like they you know he's on the, he's always on the ropes with when it comes to them and so he's yeah. like not cool and fun because they're rude yeah um, I think both sides, it's like, yep, I think they all get it. Yeah. Um, and also, they got backup because the one man they deem good enough is Kanye, and he doesn't like Corey either. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because Kanye is really protective of the women in his life. There you go. So he doesn't trust. He doesn't trust. He's like, so who then, are you? We don't know you. We never met you. Where's your family? What's your deal? That's right. I forgot he needs to know. He wants everybody's um, full uh, DNA records before he can accept you into yeah. his family. He's like, my family's here. You met them. Well, they're always around my cousins. I love them. I'm so proud of them. They're who getting their PhD. Yeah, who, who are you? Who are you? Where are your cousins? Um, <laughs> all right. Frozen eggs? Yeah, let's do it. Because that ties into the end of wine tasting, too. Yes. So we got Chloe. She's meeting with Dr. Wong? Wong. Yeah, I, it's spelled with an H. Wang, H. Wang. I think it's Wang. I think okay, Wang. I think, yeah. Um, and he, she's meeting about freezing her eggs, and she's trying to decide between freezing her eggs, creating some uh, embryos or whatnot, and I was like, is this storyline completely irresponsible? Um, I'll tell you, I have a lot of issues with it uh, because, and we talked about this because they, they, they started on this last episode. Yes. And... Um, I mean, it's 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 totally an opinion based thing. It's like I happen to think that they are making a a very complicated decision that has a lot of, I think, skepticism, uh, fair skepticism around it. Um, I think they're making it look like really breezy. Yes. Really easy. Um, They're not talking about because, of course, they would not talk about and there's no way for them to broach the fact that it is like an enormous financial um, burden for most women. Uh, And it's just sort of like I I, like I personally relate to it in like I think it is a bit a bit mean-spirited and 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 um elitist the tone they take that it is like that it is just a thing you can knock out that easily and like you know it doesn't take a lot of research to find out that it is like and not for everybody but i mean but that it's it's like all things it's different for for your body for your age for your socioeconomic bracket and it plays out just like easy breezy knife through butter she thought it she wanted it she did it she'll do it again yeah it's like it's just a bit kind of like too chill (laughs) there is like a callousness to being like look you can freeze all your eggs then at 40 go to use them realize they're all bad so and i was like what are you there are so many women watching the show right now who just got so scared hearing you say that's what i mean is that it's it's very triggering the conversation about like age and fertility is so fraught and it's like yeah, they're just not really going. They're not handling it like super deftly. And it's like it's like all things Kardashian where on the one hand, 
I appreciate them broaching a complicated topic and that like to be, they've been so open about their fertility and Kim's pregnancies and like the issues and medical stuff that they've encountered throughout. And like, I'm always like, I am so grateful for like the fact that they open up literally like conversations about their own bodies and we're with them in those appointments. But I wish with this one, uh, because it is really talking about like aging and fertility that there was like a little more um, nuance to and it. I think the way that can be nuanced is by saying, I'm worried about this for me. Yes. Not, not saying any woman could do this. And literally then, last like, week I got mad because she literally said, there's no downside to it. And it's like, that's not true. Yes. It's just not true. There yes. are downsides. There are, and it, whether that's financial for other people, like it's, it's, she's not saying there's no downside for me. Yes. She's saying there's no downside in this medical choice. And I think that's like a bit reckless. Yeah. And she kind of gets there later with her talk with Tristan, but like, yeah. I, she's not like, and I think they sacrifice her like principles for storyline because I don't yeah. know that Chloe really feels that cavalier about it no. but i think to like make it fit like who will they won't they about eggs or embryos is like yeah. what they and pushed the way, on us i think that like uh, and i don't want to ever say as someone who's not done it like that it is you know that i have any authority on it or anything and i know lots of women who've had a lot of success and that it has worked out wonderfully like in in terms of what they needed in that moment in their life it's just not uh, as simple as I think this show handles it. Yes. And that's my big beat is I, that it's like, it's neither me, positive nor negative. It's just sort of like, Hey, this is really intense and emotional and complicated and financially scary. And a lot of things at once for I most women. I think whenever you introduce an element of fear for something that women yes. are universally experiencing, it's fucked up. Like in this day I and age to like make someone feel scared about something that they probably already have their own feelings about. Like we don't need that. Just make it about you make it about like yeah now would be a good time for me to do this because i I, want to do this right now yes just like and like is it about tristan or not because it was like basically it was like them tiptoeing around being like the embryo is sub in for do i think tristan and i are going to get back together exactly that's That's sort of the, the the larger conversation that to your point we're dancing around um Sorry, I had a good turn on a light. It got too dark in here, Jess. It got dark. Um, no, so then, so she gets good feedback from the doctor about her follicles and doing the process of harvesting eggs and going on the hormones. Um, and it's all looking good. Um, then we go to my favorite house, Kendall's house. Oh, which this is, is good. very Spanish style. Like, there you go. See, um, we're, we're aligned with Kendall's taste. Yeah, we got Kendall, Courtney, Chloe, and boy, the girls are getting along. And Chloe is even being like, kind of like picking at Courtney about it. She's like, um, she's like, oh, you like Courtney's like, oh, you still have those D- Dalmatian nails on. And she's like, oh, you're still in a good mood. And she's like, yeah, I am for now. And she's like, okay, let's mm-hmm. see if it keeps going. Mm-hmm. But like, Courtney was being like fun with her. Uh, and it was, I was like, what is the backstory here? I know, I know, Other than I the know. fist fight, but like what is happening today? Right. Where is this at? But they were having fun. And then Chloe's like telling, explaining them the deal. And then she's like, you know, so I have to get a sperm donor and I already have one picked out. And Kendall is so naive. So she's like, who can I see a picture of him? And they're like, can I see a picture? Got me, got a true LOL. <laughs> Poor Kendall. She's like, well, how was I supposed to know? That's weird. <laughs> it's weird for you to call your ex-partner your she's not donor. wrong she's <laughs> absolutely in the right yeah, to be like wrong. oh weird. i don't know i don't know that you and your 
ex-partner who you are co-parenting with would consider having another i mean it's not super common like her painting it as like well he would just be the sperm donor and i would make him sign up legal paper it's like not in any world you cannot have a baby with a person and then have that child's sibling be exactly their biological sibling through both parents and then be like this one's not yours that's crazy well, she's trying to relate i was remembering that like legally i think what she was trying to explain which is to your point I think much more complicated by the fact that they already have a child together. But do you remember like, God, maybe like five years ago or something, Sophia Vergara and her fiance at the time it was before she was with, um, Manginella or whatever at her ex, they froze embryos and then they broke up and she, he sued her for them claiming like a half ownership uh, and it was and it became like a really big legal like precedent setter and he wrote like a New York Times piece about it and it was this big thing of like whose are they and because he was basically asking like saying they were as much his as they were hers right because like if he wanted to be like I want those baby I want to I'm going to get a surrogate and have that baby or if but she did that don't they equally have the right to do that or should they just be destroyed upon right uh, it opened like, up this whole like and I don't remember where it landed I think he lost um, or they settled I'm sure is more likely but it was like this whole like legal precedent opened up about like what happens when it's embryos and the couples are like they split and it is not amicable and like whose property and he was basically leveraging like that's valuable she's Sophia Vergara and that was what and you know what I mean that was truly part of his argument basically was like hey that's like a Sophia Vergara embryo (laughs) and it's like wait what it is it's like wait you're not just like you can't just like be willy nilly with people's like it, no that was, it's really like, complicated was, you can't like but i do think that's what she was trying to refer to is this idea of like the legal ownership piece which is so crazy yeah but like yeah you either have to like you know destroy the embryo or be like yeah that's your sibling true it's it's your so sibling this is your sibling both have the same dad of course so insane why are we pretending um but so, so she's supposed to be yeah like she's not sure she's between she's doing the hormone treatment she's got bruises on her stomach because she's been doing the self-injection she's got track marks um, track marks from from doing it so and then we're in napa with yeah. and she's having this conversation with kim and courtney and kind of just like she this whole storyline is her rehashing the same thing over and same over and over thing. and over should i should i not and should i should i not courtney is just so skeptical courtney is like wait 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 excuse, what you're gonna what you're gonna make embryos with this person you're not with and like courtney was like that's because courtney already did that that's i think that's yeah. where courtney is coming from and this is um a pro no, it's courtney good POV. it's a um, great it's a great pov courtney already was like i want to have the same children with scott and then she's like to what to what end because i still want to have children and like they can't all be siblings why was i with that man for so long because i wanted yeah. his sibling to have the same baby like who cares are we saying we don't love kylie and kendall like what is the fucking yeah. point like yeah it's a it's it's a real I think it's so cool that she can provide like such a like that is such a specific uh, POV that I think is like one of those very it's a very cool moment to get to to, for for Chloe to get to hear that feedback I think and And then also like I really was like Chloe's never gonna do this because like she is like truly like an 
a hair away from being a pro-lifer, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Right? Like, I don't know why I get those vibes from her, but I get those vibes from her, you know? like <laughs> I think it's not unfounded. Um, <laughs> like, she's not getting, she's not just, like, throwing an embryo away because she and Tristan don't get along. Like, no. That's her baby. It's she's, also so crazy because we have to talk about, and we'll we'll save it till we get to the storyline, but, like, this is where the episode started to feel so crazy to me because they're literally talking about, like, this embryo situation and then Kim is like on the phone with her attorney about <sighs> what we'll get to which is this like a uh, person on death row that she's helping but this scene was where I was like texting you and Trish because I was like I'm this is chaos like we're laughing and like chatting about like freezing embryos and then literally Kim's like on speakerphone talking to lawyers about like a man who's about to die and I was like their world is also, insane just to like dovetail it right now to be like she's like she guys want to hear this phone call and I was like, yes what? like what what Wait, are you, do you guys want to doing? hear this phone call about this death row inmate okay no speaker oh <laughs> oh you're you care a lot about this baby situation well <laughs> sorry I have a phone call about something really life or death <laughs> <laughs> not so, theoretical life or death um but to jump back to the end of the chloe uh she 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 gets her eggs retrieved she gets she finds out the number and then she gets on a call with tristan walks him through it and and we find out that she decided to only do egg freezing is did not do embryos for i the have time seen being. so many reality television stars freeze their eggs in the past couple of weeks uh, on bravo and e Oh, who else? Sheena Shea just had it done. Uh, oh. Goldnessa on Shaw's. She oh, yeah. had uh, her embryo implanted and she had an atopic pregnancy, which is really weird. And she, she lost the baby and her. Oh, yeah. She lost both fallopian tubes, which is not great wow. for her. So it's just been a lot of it on reality TV lately. Really like putting the putting the hurt on us. So those ladies in our late mid late 30s. Over yeah, here. which is it's really helpful because it's definitely not at all like a thing culturally or in every other part of your life that you ever think about or have weighing on you. So or it's like, very cool. While global life is in uh, hanging in the balance, something to think about right now anyway. And yeah, pros and cons. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, um, but we get this scene where like you know it's it's again it's all this tee up to whatever's going on with Tristan and Chloe but you know we hear she's she FaceTimes with him and talks about that you know that she they re retrieve some eggs they feel confident about some he's very supportive and says whatever basically whatever she wants to do down the road uh, he supports if that means you know being a sperm donor or whatever it is and then we get this very very nice tee up to what uh, is coming which we keep talking about which is she says whatever's meant to be will be uh, uh, and after it's, he's like man you're so smart you're so thoughtful you look so good <laughs> like i'm taking screenshots of you during our facetime he's like god you look really good right now oh you're really oh but he is just like laying it on he wants thick. her back but to to that like to it being like oh, we're teeing up to them getting back together like i correct me if i'm wrong i'm no expert but what they do is they do the egg retrieval of course they put it on ice then they get the sperm they find the healthiest strongest sperm and then they put it and make an embryo she did not choose to have her eggs frozen over an embryo she just did part one of the process yeah she yeah. lied to us she's like i decided to just freeze my eggs it's like no you didn't you just did step one <laughs> you're still doing step 
two, you're going to be pregnant and you're going to reveal it in quarantine. It's absolutely, absolutely coming. Absolutely coming. Um, I, I mean, how dare she lie? It's, <laughs> it's just on the way. So I think we'll, we'll be prepared to celebrate true sibling true uh, in mere weeks so cute and i will good. say great at dream's birthday party i could not get over how cute all of those children are they're beautiful they're just beautiful they're like all beautiful beautiful families like it's really overwhelming i feel <sighs> so like yeah i feel very obsessed with all of those kids um especially as they get older and you see them like playing together and they like, know each other and it's a lot so yeah. then our last storyline uh, as mentioned before, um, we, we've checked in on Kim, uh, and basically like, while all of this birthday hijinks and, uh, Napa and everything's been going along, we've also checked back in on, uh, Kim first, the, the, it, all of her conversations about this, uh, have happened while she's like at other at a shoot at yeah. a at a birthday she's never in like a dedicated space ever to like deal with this heavy topic yeah. she's re releasing shapewear she's perfumes <laughs> she's doing she's it like, prisoners in, <laughs> she's like in full makeup wearing crazy costumes and keeps taking she sees she is checking in basically with her same legal team she reminds us she's still involved with cut 50 and has been made aware of the story of rodney reed which got a lot of attention i was looking it up and and it was it is really amazing um how be outside of her yeah, we've how many celebrities like all yeah. chimed in i was like oh yeah this was like um very it, it became like a, a massive news story um yeah it's a it, it, we've covered it before but just to recap for anyone who doesn't remember it this guy um was convicted uh of uh he pled guilt wait no um shit he i forget when he was convicted i want to say it was in the 90s i don't have that yeah, part of the article it was, it was. uh he was convicted of the rape and murder of a woman but then their her fiance um might have been the person who did it and there's dna evidence and you know there's witnesses that came three witnesses had tested testimony that her fiance actually pled guilty and he also not pled guilty i'm sorry i'm confusing everything Three other witnesses said that he told them that he murdered his fiance, and he also pled guilty to kidnapping another woman in 2008 who also said that he raped her. So this person who kidnapped and raped a woman uh, also may have DNA proving that he did the same and murdered his fiance, for which this man Rodney Reed is sitting on death row right now. So it became, it had been... You know, it had been an ongoing thing since, yeah, since the late 90s. Um, and his execution had been originally scheduled for 2015. Then it was uh, pushed to 2019. So this was all taking place right around then. So it was rescheduled for November 20th, 2019. Um, and then celebrities like Kim and then also Rihanna, Beyonce, Meek Mill, Oprah Winfrey, um, all urged the governor to exonerate or stay his execution. So that's where we're at in this part of the story. So she's, yeah, she's taking a call. She's on the phone with her people. I was um, laughing so hard though at this little Skims photo shoot or not Skims, the <laughs> perfume, because they're all like standing in a row and someone's like, oh, there's a height issue. And Courtney goes, should I take my heels off? It's like, no, Chloe, it's not you. You are five foot one. Chloe is six, four of obviously Chloe <laughs> should take off her heels. 
What it was also making me laugh because they were about? like, they were like, that's so nice for the three of us. We haven't done something together in so long. And I was like, by the by now, but they're cool again. But I was like, they're not cool yet. They are like no. icy and so bored with each other at this photo no. shoot. Yes. Then again, they've done a lot of these. But um, but then, yeah, we have her. And then next, oh, she's at another commercial shoot, this time uh, for her her ad with J-Lo and Honestly, A-Rod. She's not a bad actress. No, she's great. She's gone so... I, I don't think the Uber Eats one was that great, but this one, like, watching that she is literally talking to no one, which, as an actor, we both know how hard that is. So hard. No, it's the so, eyeline pieces of it. You, it's all these little things you don't think would be so hard, and it's so hard. But even just not having someone to be playful with, it's so hard, and she is... Just doing a great job and she uh, takes another call this time it is his attorney and with rob Rodney. and then he gets on the phone yeah. and like it's so her life is so insane to me and that just clicking between these gears like you're on set for a giant that was like a super bowl commercial i think yes and you're like on set for giant commercials and you're like finding <laughs> little corner rooms to like talk to a man on death row granted it is in your home you are shooting the commercial in <laughs> your very home so you didn't have to travel there wasn't a lot of travel that day. no you, thank god but you did walk from be- a bedroom to glam to uh, <laughs> i mean it's why they have these like multi-purpose compounds it's i like, guess so that's they why they have that. 14 bathrooms for there all you the go. crew <laughs> that is why um so <sighs> it's i think this is such a such a tragic case it's so fucking tragic because well one this man could still be put to death um he is just like no matter what did i get to meet you and she's like of course you get to meet me i will make it happen and then on top of like this man may be gonna die a woman was brutally murdered and possibly the man who did it is not being held accountable it's just tragic and it's, it's so like, tragic there's a scene in the in the earlier the first call that she takes there's that part where tracy romulus is there and is like god um, it's like a movie when she's like getting and then Kim's like every case is like a movie it's true and I think like while that sounds like maybe like a trite statement no I thought it was her yeah. actually saying like this is the whole deal these are yes. all this heartbreaking and I that's the, why she does it but I think that's like what I mean is like it can sound coming from Kim people are like roll your eyes but it's like just because you're used to hearing her talk about stupid shit does not mean this is it she is saying that the gravity of the situation is not unique that Mm -mm. this is what people are who are convicted of these crimes are all they're all like this there's always a story that's like heart-wrenching and oh and not only is it tragic because this person maybe has not been held accountable but also he then later kidnapped and raped another woman if he if this man if this man um uh the ex-fiance is the person who actually murdered that woman because he was not you know uh not the he, so because someone else was convicted of the crime he got to go hurt another person right it's so intense <sighs> so then we have her after napa then she's basically like back to work and flies to texas yeah, where this in, case take place she's in houston to meet rodney um mm-hmm. and that day they found out that the she called it the board but then i was like reading that also the supreme 
court. So the board recommended a stay. Mm -hmm. And then I think the Supreme Court passed on hearing it. They were hoping um, uh, Sotomayor was like, I'm hopeful that this she did write. Like Sotomayor did write um, uh, a piece uh, uh, by herself, aside from the Supreme Court ruling to not look at it. But in her explanation saying, we're really hoping that the state courts Oh, I see. Okay. Can take care of this because she does believe like essentially being like, I think there is a right. I think there is a wrong to be righted in this case. And I'm hoping the lower courts can take care of it. So the state will do it their own without us having to be involved. Sort of. Got it. Um, And then they go to McDonald's. And they go to McDonald's (laughs) drive through after this day of great news. This was, I mean, there, I love this scene so much because let's, we have to like back up for a moment. One, she is in Houston, Texas. Yes. It's a McDonald's. It's full of a bunch of women working there of all ages. And they're just being gossipy and sad. The women at McDonald's are having a time anyway, with or without this car. Yes. You can just tell, like, there's yes. a there's a vibe there's in there. Some sassy woman goes, Who's in that car? Is that a celebrity? Uh-huh. And then they're like, I want to see who it is. And Kim's like, if they give me another McFlurry. And so the blurred out security guy is like, yes. yeah, if you give her another McFlurry. And they're like, OK. And he's like, ah! the, the moment of the reveal. It's, you know, I we talk a lot about like burn the rich and the, how there's so much to say about like celebrity being so meaningless. But there is such a truly human joy of just like watching like a window go down and a bunch of women see Kim Kardashian in Houston, Texas. Of course, the last person I'm sure they imagine. And like the thrill of them losing their fucking shit is so fun and Kim's face absorbing it is like it's just fun her whenever she's actually like met with fans the idea that other people love her which is all she ever wants yeah it not it has not gotten old for that woman. No, she her face lights it. up. She lights up. She is alive in and that moment. And it's like, yeah, she's doing it to like be like, I'm gonna shock them. It's like so the opposite of what Kylie, like the, the energy that Kylie had last week when she was like, What if these people Oh my god, out in the me. valley. Me. <laughs> and then but for for Kim, she's like, Yeah, this is weird, isn't it? And they're like, It is and it's she's like so funny. it's so weird because even with all that security she's still so much more accessible and like yeah she's like i love you <laughs> and you know she's like yeah this is just part of my day it's like getting makeup but it's still like there is a grace to it that's like yeah it you want to be fun right with word. me i'll be fun with you it's very sweet it's a very uh sweet end to yeah like that storyline um i think like this ending it really like comes back to you and i jess and that like the way they felt that's how we feel i know we're fans like do you think any of those women were thinking about kim kardashian that morning or like will really care but it's just so exciting to see someone so glamorous and like oh my god who you know so much about who you truly have watched grow up on television vision but like that is the piece of celebrity right or wrong that is like how our brains work what it activates why we sit and talk about them every week and it is interesting it's like 
we, you know, in our like in our reviews on iTunes and stuff and like I've seen people say like that we they feel like we hate on the family or we've gotten letters before. Like we definitely have a zillion opinions. But like if at the end of the day you think we would not be just like those women (laughs) for every if every one of them, Rob Kardashian, I would be so excited. I would like I'd be screaming. Oh, my God. I would I would (laughs) die. I would die if I truly comes from such a place of like. Like, uh, just, yeah, like, bow down. And they they you, built an empire we love. If you think for a second that if we were sitting near Kourtney Kardashian and we could get her to crack a smile, it wouldn't, Ugh. like, fill our hearts for millions of years? Of talk, course. The only thing I'd talk about till I was in the grave. <laughs> <gasps> it was so fun. So, yeah, that was it. It was yes. a... A uh, big episode with a lot of stuff all over the place, um, and we'll just keep on trucking. We're kind of hitting like we're kind of hitting the real middle of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, this is uh, episode five, so okay. I, okay. I don't know. I think they're like what are they ten episodes these days? I don't actually know. We should know. Like- It's more fun to just not. Well, we are going to continue covering Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 18. Uh, You can watch it on E! or Hulu or wherever you get your dashies. Uh, And we release new episodes every Monday. You can check out our website, Kardashianit.com. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. It helps other people find this podcast, which helps us a lot. So check out our Twitter and Instagram as well and like our Facebook page. You can email us as well at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Cardition It. Bye. Bye.